Hey, what's going on? It's Anthony Dean, and you're listening to Change the Game Podcast for Thursday, December 17th, 2020. What's going on, guys? How are you all doing? Um, Today, we're actually going to be putting up two episodes today. Uh, the last episode was NFL Week 14. Coincidentally, this episode is going to be NFL Week 14 recap and, of course, previewing Week 15. And then we're going to have another episode uh, coming up uh, soon after this one about the UFC. We're going to go over uh, UFC 256 uh, from this past weekend. Uh, so, yeah, let's get right into it with the NFL uh, the number one sport in America in most people's eyes. Of course, you all know I prefer basketball, but love me some NFL. And we do NFL podcasts once a week. We are going to have our official NBA preview coming up this weekend as well. Speaking of basketball, so look forward to that and look forward to the UFC episode, which if you're listening to this is probably up right now as well on the website www.seethegame com also on Spotify and iTunes but let's get right into it uh, week 14 was a very interesting week in the NFL we had some great games we had some disappointments uh, disappointments starting off on the Thursday night uh, the Rams smacking the Patriots 24 to 3 disappointing obviously as I am a New England Patriots fan and a big Cam Newton fan as well and I'm gonna get into all that in a second but the Rams win that one 24 to 3. The Bears, I said maybe a false hope victory. Yeah, I guess we got it. 36-7, to the Bears beat the Texans uh, in Chicago. Deshaun Watson running for his life. Uh, the Cardinals and the Giants. The Cardinals beating the Giants 26-7. to uh, The Colts beating the Raiders 44-27, to really putting it on uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Raiders slipping away uh, from their playoff hopes. The Cowboys beating the Bengals 30-7. Andy Dalton getting a win against his former team. The Chiefs uh, squeaking one out against the Dolphins 33-27. Honestly, it wasn't close, but Tua made it a game. Uh, Really, the Chiefs kind of took their foot off the gas pedal, to be honest. So squeak by isn't really the right uh, word. They just kind of almost blew it, I guess you could say, but they weren't going to lose that game, let's be honest. Uh, The Buccaneers beating the Vikings 26-14, and we're going to get into how the Vikings lost that game as well. The Broncos beating the Panthers 32-27. The Titans beating the Jaguars 31-10. The Seahawks obliterating the Jets 40-3, no surprise there. The Packers beating the Lions 31-24. The Eagles upsetting the Saints. How about Jalen Hurts, 24-21? to The Chargers upsetting the Falcons. Well, is it really an upset? Not really. 20-17, to the Chargers beating the Falcons. Eh, I guess it was technically an upset, but I don't know if you could really call it an upset. Those two teams are about at the same position right now. Washington beating the 49ers, 23-15. to And then the Sunday night game, the Bills uh, really dominating the Steelers, 26-15. to uh, a convincing win for the Buffalo Bills at home. Uh, for their fans, do wish that they were able to, you know, pack that stadium for a Sunday night game because that place would have been rocking, uh, absolutely. And then, speaking of what would have been rocking, it was rocking with the minimal fans that were in there: the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens, and perhaps the game of the year. The Ravens get the win, forty-seven to forty-two. 
And this game is actually where I'm going to start off because what a fantastic Monday night football game we got. Don't always get to great Monday night games. Uh, this one, when I saw the schedule, you had all the primetime games, in my opinion, were going to be the best games. Uh, the Patriots, Rams, Steelers, Bills, and Ravens, Browns. And honestly, only one of them turned out to be a great game, and that was the Ravens and the Browns. It was just back and forth we went. Uh, Lamar Jackson leaving the game due to cramps. Uh, with the Ravens up and Baker Mayfield is showing that he he's got some he's got some fight in him he's got some heart in him, and that Browns team is it's a legit team. The Browns take the lead and it's uh, Trace McSorley ends up getting hurt. As he gets hurt, Lamar Jackson coming out onto the field for a big fourth and two. And what does he do? Oh, he only just throws uh, the game almost winning touchdown and then. Mr. J.K. Dobbins with the tough two-point conversion uh, at the goal line gets into the end zone to put him up by seven. The Browns come right back down the field to tie the game, and I remember the announcers were talking about overtime, and honestly, I thought the game was over right there because there was a minute left. Like, Lamar's going to get him down in field goal range. Justin Tucker could probably hit a 60-yard field goal. Ends up smacking a 55-yard field goal, basically at the buzzer. Uh, the game's best kicker does it again. The Ravens beat the Browns, and then why did they win by five points? Because the Browns tried Cal Stanford lateral plays. And a quick sympathy, my condolences to anybody who had that Browns line because man if you had ravens oh man did you did you enjoy that did you ever enjoy the cleveland browns lateraling the ball all over the field into the back of the end zone jarvis landry steps out of bounds game over a safety and the ravens win by five covering the bet for ravens uh betters Cleveland Brown betters, oh man, that's depressing. That That is depressing way to lose a bet. I can tell you that I would be absolutely depressed if I had bet the Browns uh, for that one because, whoo, man, that's just, oh man, that just, it hurts. That really, really hurts. Hurts my soul for those people. And also very happy for the people who bet Ravens because, well, that is the best way to win a bet. Something random like that, random as hell, like, oh, my God, I just can't believe that that's how that game ended. But, listen, we're, we're not going to just talk about that. I mean, it's just crazy that that's how, like, I can't fathom losing a bet that way. I really can't. Like, that's just that would just make me depressed. I'd have to listen to Man on the Moon 3, like, 50 times in a row uh, to get over it because, man... That's just, oh, that's just, that's tough. That's an absolutely just devastating way to lose a bet. But Lamar Jackson, this guy is a warrior. Let's talk about Mr. Lamar Jackson, who has been often criticized uh, for the past couple years, and especially this year. He's gotten a lot of criticism. He can't win the big games. Um, you know, he's not a playoff quarterback. I know this wasn't a playoff game. But what he did, he cramped up, went into the... What he did coming out 
on that fourth down, on a fourth down, the game is online. Your first play back, and you get a touchdown. Brown dropped all those passes all game. He did not drop the most important one, and that's really all that mattered in the end. But Lamar Jackson is showing why he was the league MVP last year, why he is an excellent quarterback. He is still a top-five quarterback without a shadow of a doubt, which is incredible considering he is not you know, one of the most gifted throwers of the football. But, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't take many quarterbacks over Lamar Jackson still. I mean, yes, I would take... Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson and even Patrick Mahomes but after that I mean and Russell Wilson of course my bad obviously Russell Wilson as well other than those four I really can't think of another quarterback I can definitively say I would take over him I would consider Kyler Murray but I can't say I would take Kyler Murray over Lamar Jackson especially Lamar's height that's that's part of the reason Lamar is taller than Kyler Murray and I'm not saying Kyler Murray's not a great quarterback he is I love Kyler Murray but his height can be a detriment when you compare him to Lamar Jackson and honestly other than that I really you know two is great but he's young um you know Jared Goff never uh you know Cam Newton is good but you know he's coming off a catastrophic injury and he is not in uh He's not in the best situation right now, of course, uh, with what's going on with the Patriots. I mean, what, who else are you going to put? Derek Carr? Um, you know, I just don't. Yeah, Brady is out there still. Brady's not better than Lamar Jackson. Come on, man. So, yeah, I mean, Lamar played great. He looked great. The way he finished that game, that was a legendary finish. Um, but got to give mad props to the Cleveland Browns for fighting the way that they did. Uh, Baker Mayfield is playing at the top of his game right now. That's another quarterback. He's probably in the top 10 right now of quarterbacks. He's not better than Lamar, but Baker is showing that he, he probably is a top 10 quarterback right now. And the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns just might be a threat to Kansas city. I'm not saying they would beat Kansas city, but they are a threat to Kansas city. And one of the other primetime games that we'll get into, the Steelers and the Bills. Listen, the Steelers, I told you, they're overrated. Um, the most overrated team in NFL history, maybe except for last year's New England Patriots team. Honestly, it honestly, it probably is the worst overrated team in the history of the game, this, this Steelers team that uh, started off the season 11-0. They are now 11-2. They would be 10-3 if Lamar Jackson had played on the Thanksgiving makeup game. They lose to the Buffalo Bills. It was a, you know, it was a it was an ugly game, zero to zero for a while. Almost went a whole half without any points scored. But Josh Allen did what he had to do. He did what he had to do. The Bills defense played pretty good. The Steelers just looked really sloppy. They do not look like a good team. They look like a team that is going to get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. They play Cleveland. Cleveland's better than them right now. The Ravens will beat them. Uh, you just saw the Bills beat them. They'll beat them again if they meet in the playoffs. I, I really can't see a legitimate scenario where the Pittsburgh Steelers make it out of the first round of the playoffs. Like, this is just not a good team. I mean, it's a good team. It's a good team, but it's not a great team. It's not a team that was, at one point, 
you know, undefeated. People were saying, well, who's going to win the AFC, Pittsburgh or Kansas City? People really thought Pittsburgh had a chance. Pittsburgh is not the team with a chance to beat the Chiefs. They they just aren't. Like, that's just the fact. And right now, if the playoffs started, they would be the second seed, and they would play the Miami Dolphins or the Baltimore Ravens. And I guess right now Miami has the edge, but, yeah, I don't think Pittsburgh's going to hold that second seed. I mean, if you look at the rest of their schedule, they've got the Bengals, Monday Night Football, okay, that that's a win for sure. Then they play the Colts. L, they're going to lose to the Colts. And then they're going to lose to the Browns in the finale, I believe. So, the Steelers will finish 12-4, and and in all likelihood, that would mean that the Buffalo Bills will get that second seed. And the way I'm looking at this right now, I like Baltimore to get in on that seventh seed instead of Miami. And so Pittsburgh would probably be the third seed if Tennessee or even Cleveland don't win out. Tennessee probably won't win out because they have to play the Packers uh, a week from Sunday. Packers probably will win that game. Cleveland, on the other hand, they got the Browns, the Jets, and the Steelers. Yeah, I think Cleveland's going to win out. And they're going to snake the division right out from under the Pittsburgh Steelers. And good for Baker Mayfield. Good for the Cleveland Browns. Um, but we'll see. You know, Pittsburgh, they 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 control their destiny. They just have to win against the Bengals. And then all they have to do, all they have to do to win the division is win against the Colts at home or go into Cleveland and beat the Browns for the division. That is if the Browns take care of business and win their next two games, which I think they will. The Browns are a really good team. They have what it takes to make a good run in the playoffs, I think. They've got the team. I know that history says the Cleveland Browns are nothing, and it's the same thing with the Buffalo Bills. Both of these teams are teams that I really like. I really think the Bills are a legit team. I think that they got their playoff. Uh, what do you call it, choke job out of him last year uh, via Deshaun Watson saving Bill O'Brien's job. And I think Buffalo is in to win a playoff game this year, possibly. We will see, though. We will see. Especially if they have to match up with Baltimore, that blows for Buffalo because I will probably pick Baltimore. I like Baltimore. I think they're trending in the right direction, and Lamar Jackson is out to prove something. He is out to prove that he can perform in the playoffs. But, oh boy, this is this is going to be a wild ride to the end of the season. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I really, really am. But, yeah, uh, the other primetime game was the Thursday night game. Very disappointing uh, for Patriots fans. The Patriots get blasted by the Rams 24-3. to It was like the first two drives of the game. Cam Akers had 84 running yards. Um, he, he just ran all over them. The Patriots just, listen... I've heard a lot of talk about Cam Newton, and let me say this real quick. Cam didn't play good. He didn't. He knows he didn't. He missed some throws. He did not play that good, but but a lot of talk has been, oh, well, now this proves that Cam Newton isn't a starting quarterback in the NFL anymore, right? You guys know that now, right? That's wrong. That's, That's just blasphemous, in my opinion. First of all, the New England Patriots wide receiver core is the worst in the game. Worst in the game. Their offensive line, 
Maybe the worst in the game, too. The defense is good. It's not great. It can make red zone stops, but like the Patriots defense, that defense could be really, really good if they had a a good offense to complement it, but they don't. So they're on the field too much. So they get tired. Like it's a good defense. Don't get me wrong. And it could be great in the right team with the right offense complementing it. But the problem with the Patriots, like I said, their running backs are okay. You know, like okay, but receiving core is terrible. It's horrible. Listen, the Kansas City Chiefs practice squad offensive linemen and receiving core would all be starters on the New England Patriots. That's how bad the Patriots skill players as far as receivers go and linemen go. And don't get me started on tight ends too. Who is their tight end? You don't know because they don't have any good tight ends. They are trash. Like the Patriots just... Oh, man. And it's just, it's frustrating. It's fr- It was frustrating last year for Tom Brady, but it's even more frustrating this year because, you know, Tom Brady, when people criticize him, I feel bad for him a little bit when people go too far and say, oh, well, he's not even top 10. He's not this. He's not that. Okay, like slow down. But I don't really feel bad for Tom Brady when he, when he gets criticized. Okay, like, the man has six Super Bowls. He's widely considered the GOAT. Like, he's okay. He's all right. He's fine. Cam Newton, when people say that Cam Newton shouldn't even be a starting quarterback in the NFL anymore, it drives me crazy. It's not Cam's fault. You cannot blame Cam Newton for this. If it weren't for Cam Newton, the Patriots right now would be probably 2-10. and 10. That's what their record would be. As a matter of fact, it would be 2-11. and 11. That's how bad the Patriots would be. Without Cam Newton this year, they'd be 2-11. and 11. If they had Tom Brady, maybe four wins. Listen, Tom Brady would be even worse off with the Patriots this year than last year. They're even worse at receivers. Worse at the line. This team is terrible, honestly, on offense. Defense, it's a very good defense. It's a good defense. But they, they don't have the offense to complement it. So it's just a good defense right now, you know? Like, it, it looks like it's mediocre. It's not. It, it's a good defense. Don't get me wrong. They still have the best corner in the game, Stephon Gilmore, the reigning defensive player of the year. But the Patriots just do not have the necessary weapons to produce a playoff team, to pre- produce, heck, even a good team when you play the good teams. And it's just it's a shame because the Patriots have lost many close games this year where their, their record right now... It could be eight and five, very well. So, I mean, yeah, it was frustrating to watch that game. It was very frustrating to watch it because I knew watching it that Cam Newton was gonna get slammed for this game. And if you want to know how bad the Patriots are on offense, did you see what happened when they put Jared Stidham in? Poor Jared Stidham. I saw him get in there. I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, poor kid, poor kid. I was a little mad, too, because I'm like, oh, well, here they go. They're going to go off on Cam again, and I just don't like listening to that. But, boy, did you see what happened to Jared Stidham, that poor kid? He got blasted like his first play in. It takes, like, one second. It's like like that, and everybody's at the quarterback. I mean, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do playing for the Patriots? Listen, and Cam Newton, he's not what he used to be. No, he's coming off a catastrophic injury. 
But if I hear one more time that Cam Newton is not a starting caliber quarterback, I- I'm not talking to that person about football anymore. Because I just don't want to listen to it. Like, you just don't know. And if Patriots fans, the pa- there are Patriots fans, there are many Patriots fans who are smart and are admitting, hey, if we didn't have Cam Newton, what would we be? Nothing. And then there are the Patriots fans who just want to go off and, you know, they just miss Tom Brady and they got Tom Brady down their throats. And listen, Tom Brady's, you know, he's the GOAT. You can call him the GOAT, whatever. But, like, come on, man. Tom Brady is not having the best season. Listen, look at all the weapons he has. And look at their record. They aren't as good as they should be. You know, that's besides the point. The point is, Cam Newton is still a starting caliber quarterback. The Patriots just need to upgrade receivers, line, and get a tight end. Like, they've got a lot of work to do. I would still keep Cam Newton. I don't know where the Patriots would be without him, but it would be bad. It would be what the Patriots were before the 90s. That's what it would be. That's what it would be like if they didn't have Cam Newton right now. It'd be the old Patriots. You know, people like me, we've grown up with the Patriots always being good, basically. But, you know, older folks, you know, you guys know. You know what the Patriots used to be before parcells came in the mid 90s with drew bledsoe i mean they were horrible they were the bottom of the barrel they were one of the garbage franchises of the league they were a joke they're basically what the jets are now that's what the patriots were but speaking of tom brady let's talk about that buccaneers game and let me be for the first to say um my condolences to the minnesota vikings fans um, because that, that was one of the worst ways you could ever lose an NFL game. The Vikings lost <laughs> by 12 points. Their kicker, Dan Bailey, missed three field goals and an extra point. Three field goals and an extra point. Like, this guy just shot them right in the foot. I would be disgusted if I was a Vikings fan. I would just... Boy, they've had their they've had their share of missed field goals. That missed kick in the 98 NFC Championship game. And they've had pro- and they've had the, the one in that uh that wild card game against Seattle. Oh boy, I remember that now. Where the, they've got the gif of... Or not the gif, the meme of uh, the Madden. Where they just... Put the kicking bar all the way to the left. That's what he did. And now this. I mean, Minnesota, the, the kickers are just cursed in Minnesota. That's for sure. And Tampa Bay, they're going to make the playoffs more than likely. They're 8-5. and five. They haven't been there since 07. Uh, so, you know, shout out to them. But, man, I mean, like just like that alone, you missed three kicks and an extra point. Like you really just let the whole team down, man. You, you just lost us the game. Like, like... Like, you might as well just leave. You might as well, like, if I was him, I wouldn't want to talk to anybody on that team. I would just want to hide. Like, real talk, I would just want to hide. Because that's just, that's as bad as it gets. That is as bad as it gets. The Buccaneers looking like a playoff team. And speaking of playoff teams, I got to say, are the Eagles going to be in the playoffs? I don't know, but what a story it would be if they can get in there. How about Mr. Jalen Hurts? Now, 
I feel bad for Carson Wentz. It's obvious that injuries just destroyed his career and his confidence. Really, his confidence is gone now. The Philadelphia Eagles are right there for the taking. Can they come back and snag the NFC East? Probably not. Probably not. Like, it's more than likely that they won't. They're basically two games back of Washington. But Washington does play Seattle this weekend. And they play Carolina, which they will probably win. And then they finish off with Philadelphia. Now, the Eagles, you might say, well, what's their schedule looking like? They get the Cardinals, the Cowboys, and then Washington. Now, the Cardinals, that's a stretch to say they'll win. But they just beat the Saints. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. The Eagles, could they get to 5-8-1? and one, And then 6-8-1? and one, And then set up a matchup for the division with Washington? It Listen, it's possible. It's possible, but I, I just, uh, I just, oh man, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I do know that Jalen Hurts is better for the Eagles right now. They're playing with more confidence, almost the same way that they played with more confidence when Nick Foles came in, but this is even different because this is a young kid. He can run. They beat the Saints, the number one team in the NFC. I mean, this is, this is a, the Saints lost the one seed. Like, they were not playing around. They just, like, that wasn't a game where all the Saints are, they just don't care anymore. No, the Saints, the Saints might have just lost the one seed, in all honesty. They may have just lost the number one seed in the playoffs to the Green Bay Packers. And the road to the Super Bowl may go through Lambeau. And if that's the case, the Green Bay Packers might just be going to the Super Bowl this year. Makes me want to throw up thinking about it, but, you know, what doesn't make me want to throw up is watching Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. That, that is something else. I really do not want it to be Packers Chiefs, though, because then I have to root for the Chiefs, and it's not that I don't like the Chiefs, you know, the city of Kansas City, awesome city, love KC, but I do not like Patrick Mahomes, and not him personally. It's really nothing against him. It's it's the narrative with him that this dude is the goat that like man he is just down every announcer's throat this dude makes a simple screen pass oh did you see that i've never seen a quarterback make a screen pass like that like dude we get it he's great he's not better than aaron Rodgers. he's not yeah that's the thing like i don't want to root for the packers but do i want to see aaron Rodgers outplay patrick mahomes in a super bowl if they match up yeah He's better than him. Absolutely. Absolutely, I want to see that. But we'll see. You know, the NFC, there's no guarantees. There is no guarantees. There's no guarantees that the Packers even get that number one seed. But yeah, I mean, just an interesting, interesting week. And of course, I got to get into the Bears, Texans, the Bears giving Bears fans false hope. The Bears can make the playoffs if they win out. They can make the playoffs. They play Minnesota next week. Um, Listen. Good performance. The Texans are terrible. Um, if I see one more person try to say that Mitch Trubisky is proven, oh Mitch Trubisky out here playing like he's trying to show that they should have that, that he doesn't want to hear that they should have taken Deshaun Watson. Like shut up, shut up. 
I know you want to support Mitch Trubisky, but like, dude, people like that just need to stop watching football. I'm serious. Like, don't talk to me about football. Don't talk to me about anything. Honestly, like, I just, I don't want to talk to you. Like, you'll never be my friend. I mean, I guess I shouldn't go that far, but like, uh, I just stop disrespecting Deshaun Watson. He's not him and Mitch Trubisky aren't even in the same league. That's a joke of a comparison. If Deshaun Watson was drafted by the Bears, the Bears would have hoisted a Lombardi Trophy in 2018. They would have been in the playoffs last year, and they would have been a shoe in for the playoffs this year too. I mean, it just, it makes me really mad. It made me really mad that people were trying to act like this game last Sunday was shows that Mitch Trubisky is better than Deshaun Watson. Did you see what happened to Deshaun Watson? He was running for his life. I said his fault. Honestly, it's basically the same thing with Cam Newton. But even worse, because at least with Cam in New England, you got Bill Belichick. He has nobody, for real. Like He had Bill O'Brien, who just tanked the franchise, decided, oh, let's trade. Let's let's trade uh, the best wide receiver in football for David Johnson. Yeah, that's a great trade. Oh, wow, that's going to work. Oh, oh let's, let's kick a field goal on fourth and one. At the 25-yard line, when we're up 21 to nothing on Kansas City. Let's kick a field goal. Oh, but then, after Kansas City scores a quick touchdown to make it 24 to 7, let's go for it. Let's go for a fake punt on a 4th and 5 inside our 30-yard line. Oh, that'll work. Like, are you serious? Dude. Like, they drive me crazy with what they did to Deshaun Watson. Like, they are trying to ruin his career, so... I would love for the Bears to try with all their mights to trade for Deshaun Watson, get him into Chicago, and save that man's career. Not saying the Bears are a great organization, but if they had Deshaun, all they need is a good quarterback, to be honest. That'll solve most of their problems. The line isn't good, sure. The Bears' line is better than Houston's. As bad as the Bears are, Houston's even worse. So, yeah, that's just all I wanted to say. You know, I'm a Bears fan. You know, I support Mitch Trubisky, and he is proving that he should have been the starter. Uh, he should never have lost his job to Nick Foles. Nick Foles is not the quarterback for this team. Uh, Nick Foles is good when you have a line, receivers, tight ends, running backs, you know, the works, right, and a good defense. He didn't have that. He has one good receiver, doesn't throw him the ball. No line, uh, one really good running back, but they don't know how to use him until the last couple games. And no line, again, no line. Uh, tight ends, you got Cole Komet, doesn't get used very much, but Trubisky... That's what, I'll give Trubisky credit. I don't want to rip on him. I'm really glad that he's a starter and playing well. It just really makes me mad when they try to compare him to Deshaun Watson. It's not a valid comparison. But that's all I'm going to talk about from this past week. Very interesting week for sure. Now, let's get into the lines for this week. Week number 15, uh, Chargers and Raiders out in Vegas. Raiders are three and a half point favorites tonight. Um, hmm. <laughs> I don't know which way to go. I really don't. Raiders win, but take the Chargers line. I have the Raiders by a field goal. So take the three and a half for the Chargers side. Yeah, I just, I don't trust the Raiders to win by more than a field goal. But I do think the Raiders will get a win. It'll be like a Chargers meltdown type game. Raiders win by three. There's a couple games on Saturday, Saturday night football. The Bills and the Broncos out in Denver. Buffalo is six-point favorites. 
I like the Bills to cover. The Bills are playing good football. I think that they're going to win by like 10 points. It'll be a pretty good game, but I do think the Bills will cover that spread. It'll either be a 7-point win or a 10-point win. And then out in Lambeau, Green Bay, and Carolina, Green Bay's 8.5-point favorites. I like the Packers to cover. I like the Packers to win by two touchdowns at least. Uh, the Panthers are not playing very good football. They're an okay team. Uh, they are going to get uh, not slaughtered uh, because Green Bay just doesn't have the you know firepower to do that to them. But like it's, it'll be a convincing win. It might be a 21-point win. It's possible. Uh, but, yeah, I like Green Bay in that line. Patriots and Dolphins. Miami is three-point favorites. Uh, I Honestly, I usually would lean towards Miami. That seems to be the smart bet, but I'm going to say the Patriots upset them. Throw a wild card into this playoff mix. Patriots win by a field goal. It's going to be a really good game. Uh, honestly, it might be a one-point game, to be honest. So either way, even if the Patriots lose, they might cover. I'm taking the Patriots in that line as bad as they played last week. I expect a bounce-back performance. And I expect Cam to play very good, too. Uh, Bears and the Vikings, Minnesota's three-point favorites. Again, you would think that's the smart money. I'm going the Chicago line in this one. Uh, I like the Bears to win this game. The Bears played good last week. I know it's Houston, but the Vikings coming off that horrible loss uh, with Dan Bailey. He's on his mind. He's not going to be right again. He might blow the game for the Vikings again. Bears win by like a point. So I got the Bears line in that one. Cleveland and the Giants in New York. Cleveland's only four and a half point favorites. I love it. Take the Browns line. Honestly, this this would be, uh, I think this is my lock of the week. Cleveland is going to beat the Giants by at least a touchdown, probably two or three. Uh, the Browns are playing good football right now. The Giants are all right, but they are not going to beat the Browns. The Browns are on a roll. Browns win by two touchdowns. Buccaneers and Falcons in Atlanta. Buccaneers are six point favorites. I like the Buccaneers to cover. 10-point win for the Bucs. Uh, Falcons are not playing good football. Tampa Bay is playing decent football. I like Tampa Bay to be close. Three-point game, and Tampa Bay scores a, a Gronkowski touchdown right at the end to win by 10. 49ers and Cowboys out in Dallas. The 49ers are three-point favorites, and I do like the 49ers to cover. Let's say the 49ers win by about six. I do like the 49ers to cover this one. I expect... Uh, the running back for 49ers. I expect him to have a really big game. Uh, Mozart, he's on my fantasy team. Not that it really matters because I'm already out of the playoffs, but I expect him to have a big game. And uh, finally a big game since coming back from his injury. So, yeah, I expect the 49ers to cover, win by about six. Lions and Titans out in Nashville. I thought about maybe taking the Titans are 11 point favorites I thought about taking the Lions in that line uh, not that they're gonna win they're obviously gonna lose but maybe they make it interesting they did only lose by seven to Green Bay but that's a division rival game this is not a division rival and Tennessee's at home Tennessee's gonna smack the Lions around I say the Titans win by three touchdowns I think they're gonna blow them out uh, I think Matthew Stafford's a really good quarterback but he's stuck in Detroit unfortunately for him Colts and Texans India's seven and a half point favorites. I do like the Colts to cover that spread. I think they win by two touchdowns. The Texans are a mess. Uh, get Deshaun Watson out of there. Uh, that's really what I hope for him, that he can just get himself up out of there. But yeah, I like the Colts to cover that spread. No real problems for the Colts in this one. Washington and Seattle. Seattle's five and a half point favorites. I do like the Seahawks to win, but only by a field goal. So actually, I'm going to take the Washington line in this one. I think this is going to be a really good game. Washington's got a good defense. 
And I just think that they're going to make it tough on Seattle. Seattle did blow out the Jets last week, but they have been struggling with some teams. I think that they get this win, but it's going to be closer than you think. Jaguars and Ravens, Baltimore's 13-point favorites. I think they're going to cover that one. Uh, The Jaguars played terrible last week. I think they're going to play really bad this week, too. I think the Ravens are on a roll right now. Lamar's going to have a big game. Ravens win by two to three touchdowns. Rams and the Jets. The Rams are 17.5-point favorites. Easy money uh, for the Rams. They're going to cover this one. The Jets are done. They got blown out by Seattle last week, who was uh, struggling with lesser teams in the past couple weeks before that. So, yeah, this is going to be a big blowout. Rams win by four touchdowns maybe, maybe even five, 35-point win. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna slaughter the Jets. Jets will go to 0-14. Rams cover that 17.5-point spread. Eagles and Cardinals. Cardinals are six-point favorites. Uh, not only do I like the Eagles to cover this game, I like the Eagles to win this game by a field goal. Jalen Hurts has these guys playing really well. I like the Eagles to cover the spread and get a win. And honestly, I think the Eagles might just sneak into the playoffs as the division winner. Chiefs and the Saints out in New Orleans. Uh, This is the game of the week, of course. Everybody's looking forward to this one. Uh, The Chiefs are three-point favorites. This is the one that I've been struggling with. I really don't know which way to lean on this one. You know, despite not having Drew Brees, the Saints are still an excellent, excellent football team. Kansas City with that three-point spread. I'm going to take the Chiefs, actually. I am going to take the Chiefs to win by like a touchdown, maybe 10 points. Uh, I just, the Saints without Drew Brees is not the same as the Saints with Drew Brees. We all know that. Drew Brees is not what he once was, sure, but the Saints are not going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And that will cement the Green Bay Packers as basically being a shoo-in to be the one seed as long as they don't tweak in the next two weeks. Uh, so yeah, I do like the Chiefs to cover that three-point spread. Maybe it's like a seven-point win, a five. Yeah, I say the Chiefs win by about five. It's going to be a good game, though. The, the Saints defense is going to keep them in it. Mahomes will throw a couple picks and keep them in it. But yeah, I, I do like the Chiefs to end up winning this game by, let's say, five points. And then the Monday night game is the Steelers and the Bengals. The Steelers are 13-point favorites. The Steelers will cover. Uh, it's going to be like a false hope victory. Here come the Steeler Nation. They'll probably win by like 28 points, and I'll have Steeler Nation thinking that, oh, we're back, we're good, uh, we have 12 wins. And then they're going to lose the last two games, and it's going to show uh, they started off 11-0, and they're going to finish 12-4. and Not the best finish, a 1-4 and finish. That's how I feel like the Steelers season is going to end. And this one, this game... Uh, If you're a Steelers fan, watch it because it's going to be your last win of the 2020 NFL season, a season that saw the Steelers start off 11-0. They got one win left in them, and it is Monday night. They'll win by four touchdowns and look good doing it. But unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for you on this episode of Change the Game. Keep checking us out on www.seethegame.com and Spotify and iTunes. And check out our next episode. We got, we're got we going over UFC. We got a lot of great stuff to go on over that too. So thanks for checking us out.